the account of the passion of Jesus Christ in the Gospel of John really says it all. It kind of stands on its own. But the directions for the Mass and the Missal say then that the celebrant may give a short homily. And that's what I'm choosing to do. Because I think it's good for us to reflect not only on what happened, but why it happened. The Gospel tells us what happened, but also why a little bit. This is the Passion account according to John. On Palm Sunday, every year we read another Passion account from either Matthew, Mark, or Luke. This year, since we're reading Mark's Gospel, we read Mark's account on Sunday. But we always read John's account on Good Friday. John's account differs a little bit in emphasis, not really in substance of what happened. For the same things happened in all four, of course. But John emphasizes the fact, as he had throughout his whole Gospel, that Jesus has come for this. This is why he was incarnate. This is why he took flesh, so that he could take our flesh and offer it to the Father on the cross. We see in this account that Jesus is clearly in charge. They say, he says, who are you looking for? And they say, Jesus of Nazareth. He says, I am, which is the, the title for God, I am, Yahweh. He says, I am, and they all fall back. And then they collect themselves again, and he says, I said, who were you looking for? I am, and they probably fell back again. And then Jesus, you know, even has Pilate on the defensive. He says to Pilate, you know, you have no power over me at all, except that which was given to you from above to do this. And Pilate becomes afraid and wants to release him. And then even on the cross, Jesus is clearly reigning. The cross is his throne. And he is showing us that he is a king, laying down his life for all of us. It's such a powerful account, of course, year after year, uh, Good Friday after Good Friday, that we run the risk of forgetting, or I should say de-emphasizing, the other readings we heard today, the readings from Isaiah and the letter to the Hebrews. Those readings help us to understand why this happened and what it means for us. Hundreds of years before Jesus took flesh in the Incarnation, the prophet Isaiah told us what was going to happen and why it was important. He says in this passage, which we call the Suffering Servant, He says, we looked upon him and we saw that he was smitten. He was pierced for our offenses, crushed for our sins. On his shoulders were laid the guilt and the sins of all people. He was the sacrificial lamb for us and for all people of all time. And this is why this is so important. It's not just the story of a strong man who endured manfully the the tortures and the all of the slings and arrows that came his way in the Passion. If it were, it would have been a good story to read historically. But this is no mere prophet or priest or strong person or holy man. This is God, the Son of God, Jesus, who came to offer his life, our flesh, to the Father for our sins. And because he is God and human, because he offered our flesh, his body, his whole obedience to the Father, That was powerful enough to cancel out all sin of all time and open the gates of heaven for all of us who follow after him. This is why it is so important for us to remember and honor the passion and the death of Jesus Christ. This is why this is a day marked by solemnity and sobriety. Not because we don't know how it ends. It ends in glory, of course, and we'll celebrate that tomorrow night and Sunday morning but because we need to do this. We need to thank God, to honor God, to worship God 
for giving his life for us, laying down his life for us. So for the rest of today and even into tomorrow, the church asks all of us to spend some time in quiet prayer, humble prayer, thanking God for the gift of his Son, for the gift of salvation, for the gift of heaven. May these two days be spent in in prayer and reflection for all that God has given to us. And let's also pray that we may be like Jesus. Please, God, I'm not talking about dying like him. I hope that never happens to any of us. What a horrific and torturous way to die. But nonetheless, we learn from him and the way he laid down his life to serve our brothers and sisters more and more, to bring about reconciliation between people and between us and God, if possible, and when possible. Yes, even to lay down our life for others. As we honor Jesus and his passion and death, let us thank God for the great gift of salvation, the gift of forgiveness, the gift of heaven. Let us pray that what we celebrate today, we may imitate by even laying down our lives for others and thus showing forth the glory of God in the world today.